technical difficulties. Yeah. We're only 186 in. We, what do we know what we're doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, I think we should do... I, th- I or, Should we break it into volume one? Episodes one through whatever, and then we should do volume two, one through whatever? I mean, I guess technically we're already on volume two if we were going to do it that way. Uh-huh. The, the original stuff with the full group and then... And then the, 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 the us stuff, yes. The reboot, we did a reboot. Reboot. <laughs> we got caught up in the Hollywood reboot stuff. Yes. <laughs> so if we did the reboot, what number would we be on, you think? Um, 80-something. I think we got to about 100. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Although, I just listened to a podcast that had Pete Holmes on it. Yeah. And he has like 700-some-odd episodes or something of his podcast. Yeah, I can't imagine. So, so yeah, the, those OG guys have tons of them. Like, I think uh, the ID10. Oh, what's Mark Marin on? Oh, he's over a thousand. Over a thousand easily. Yeah, I was gonna see if I can find it real quick since I have him on my. He's coming up on fifteen hundred. Wow, we got a lot of work to do, Jay. We got to do some catching up. <laughs> he releases a couple episodes a week, five though. Five times a week. How many? How often does he launch? Or does he have a? Does he do one a week? Does he just kind of do it randomly, where it just posts when he has one ready to roll? It looks like he does about three a week. Wow. He had one out today, one out three days ago, and then one out seven days ago. <laughs> so yeah, about every three days. And does he still do stand up? Yeah. Cause uh, he records the opens on the road mm-hmm. a lot. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not a I'm not a listener because I just don't know when I'd find time to listen. Yeah. I um, I pick and choose based off who he's talking to, and then yeah, I always yeah. skip about 15 minutes in because the first 15 minutes is just him talking about life, reading his ads, yeah. and then playing ads, a little yeah, bit of guitar. Freaking ad reads. Yeah. <sighs> at, at least his are all at no, the beginning, no, and you can mm-hmm. skip through them. It's not like those ones yeah. where they just. In the middle of a conversation, they randomly have an ad go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything going on? Well, since we didn't record last week, I uh, succumbed to the COVID that was floating around my house. <laughs> but I was out it for... Just took, it just took a matter of time to get to you? Uh, yeah. So what's the what version do you think you have in regards to... what you, Do you have the nonstop cough there or... Oh, no. mine feeling like crap for a day? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I woke up... So we recorded that Thursday. I woke up on Friday... My throat was hurting a little bit, and I was just wiped out. Yeah. After about two hours, my throat felt fine, but I was just down. So I laid on the couch and watched movies all day, and then yeah. didn't do anything Saturday or Sunday. And then by Monday, I was back to working. Yeah. Yeah. No, my Jen's got something. I don't know what she got. I was like, you should probably go in urgent care and just see what it could be. <laughs> yeah. You, she's been. I mean, she's. Lost her voice. She sounds awful. She's coughing all night long in regards to, what was it, last night? I think she's up at 3, coughing, and then the night before, she woke me up at 4 o'clock in the morning, coughing. <laughs> like, yeah. you have got something. That, you need medicine, <laughs> and she refuses to do it. So. That's what Will had, too. Will missed, like, three days of school and was down mm-hmm. that whole weekend, too, with me. Yeah. So... She's like, I'm getting better. I'm getting. I'm like, no, you're not <laughs> at all. You're awful. My my thought and is, I, if... I told her, you're not going to get any better because you're not sleeping. Yeah, you're not sleeping because of this. So it's a vicious cycle, and you need to sleep. But yeah, not going to tell her anything. So I quit. I just started sleeping downstairs and on the couch just to get a couple hours sleep, and then eventually it hurts my back too much, and I move to the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> and I just get woken up way early. So not only is she suffering, <laughs> it's like, you're making me suffer too. Go get better. Get some antibiotics or hey, something. What, what's hers is yours. 
So far, I've avoided it so far. Yeah. Uh, keeping distance and taking vitamins and all that good stuff to hopefully help keep my fingers crossed. Because I'm like, dude, if you get me sick right before Christmas time, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to yeah. lose it. I just don't want to deal with it. Well, it's it was the first a, time to be sick. It was about three years ago where I got it for the first time and I was wiped out before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't mind if it's before, but I mean, we're losing time here. So if I'm going to get sick, I was like, I, I just want to get sick now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it over with. And you, you cover so I can be uh, good spirits for the holidays. But, yeah. Well, the, the yeah. crappy part of that was, though, it was when there's a mandatory quarantine by the county. I had stopped showing signs, but the kids and Aaron were under quarantine for Christmas. So, like, we couldn't yeah. go to, well, I don't think church was back in session yet, but we couldn't do stuff with family. So, yeah. That, that was a bummer for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who do we blame? We blame your brother. Talk, yeah, talk bad about him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's his fault. Don't blame him, asshole. Because <laughs> he doesn't have enough going on with his broken hip. Uh, the oldest, uh, the oldest. What? What is he? He's forty-one, I think, or forty. How old are we now? Forty. He's forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah. Forty-two. Oldest forty-two-year-old you ever meet in your life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and as we said on Thanksgiving, uh, I know. When I go down with an injury, it's because of something I did. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for his hip to go out. Just old. He <laughs> got an old ass hip. <laughs> so yeah, no, that sucks, dude. That sucks. Well, hopefully y'all get better. Uh, you know, you're got a clean bill of health for the holidays coming up. Because that's it sucks. I it does. I'm all for not being hanging out with family, but but other people want to hang out, and it's just like okay, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I'd rather not be all, and I don't want to spread germs to other people. I feel awful about that. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm praying, I'm praying I get to avoid all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And what sucks is every now and then I wake up in the morning, my throat kind of you know is whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thank God, it's just because it's dry. Get drink water, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you like wake up like, no, no, it can't happen. This <laughs> this can't happen. No, please, no. It's kind of how it was with me at first, and then. Yeah, eventually it just lasted a little bit longer, but it wasn't too bad. All right, well, I'm glad everyone seems to be on the At least you sound like you're on the mend. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe you, you knocked it out before the holiday thing, so that's good. On my end of things, no, I don't think I... Just, just super busy. Uh, lots and lots of stuff going on. I, I'm, I didn't realize middle school would have finals. I don't remember having finals in middle school. Did you have finals in middle school? Do you remember? I think I so. Remember. But I don't Maybe. think they were like major like they become in high school and then into college. Well, like this is like finals where like if you don't have a final, like it's split into two. You do two a day and it's split between morning and, and afternoon. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a morning final, you don't have to go to school until the afternoon final. I was like, I don't remember that because you got to no. take the bus. <laughs> no, we <laughs> didn't have that. Get... Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's full on like high school finals for middle school. It sucks you got one in grade school, middle school, high school. All with different schedules, <laughs> all needing to be picked up at different times, dropped off at the. It's just like, well, just logistics of being a chauffeur sucks. Yes, so, yes, it does. And then, especially when you have a kid that's lazy, doesn't want to drive himself. <laughs> I finally just woke up. I was like, "You're driving yourself today. Go get out of the house. Take care of yourself. I'm not doing it today." So, okay, man. Okay, I, it's changed everything for us with Kaylee driving. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like. Their their school, her school and the middle school get out about 10, 15 minutes apart from each other. So it's like, yeah. hey, on your way home, just uh, swing by the middle school and grab your brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the problem there is this: it's all different times, different activities after school. Yeah, and all that stuff, and it's just like, because yeah, like one kid will have an after school activity one day, but the other one won't. 
And then you got, well, what do you do about the one that? <sighs> maddening. Completely yeah. maddening. Well, and we oh, have, well, we have band that makes it even more complicated. So like this week after school, the band is going around to all the different elementary schools that feed into their high school and they play for like an hour. And, and it's like, hey, do you have a ride to the school and from the school today? And it's always, well, I have a ride to the school, but I don't have one home. I don't have one there today, but I do have one home. It's like, oh my God. every day is different. <laughs> You're just like, I hate this. And then you like just got to keep saying to yourself, like, what, another six more years, something like that? Six something more like years, that. Deal with it. Six more years. <laughs> I don't mind having, like, we talk about always, you know, once you're a parent, you're a parent always, you're always going to be nervous, you're always going to be worried, whatever. But the whole not having to drive them everywhere someday, that's pretty, that's something that, you know, you're not going to have to do. You're just not going to have to do it. That's amazing. That's a big weight off your shoulders kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just in a part-time basis with Kaylee driving, it's like, oh, it's so nice. Like, Tuesday night, day of youth group. Well, I don't have to drive into youth group and find something to do for an hour and a half. Right, just to kill it, because you don't want to have to drive there, drive, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, I'm not going to miss those days. I'm just not. I refuse to miss those days. I'm just yeah. not going to have. I will not have fond memories. Sorry, I will not. So, but um. Anyway, all right. On to on to topics. Do we have actual things, or do we just want to wing it? Hey, probably wing it. I got a few small things on here, okay. and now my page is reloading, so I can't okay. see it. Well, I got. I found some cool stuff I wanted to go over, but you you got yours first. All right. What you got? All right, so uh, the Iron Claw—it's coming out. I think this. I think tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see it. I, oh, we, wow. okay. We probably awesome. won't see it right That'd away. Cool Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Von Erichs were on. Is AEW that one last that, you, that the kids have any interest in? Will has interest in it. He knows a little bit of the background. Okay. And so, and being wrestling, okay. he's into it. So, um, but they announced oh, that. That's right. You said they were they were on AEW last night. Yeah. And uh, two of Carrie Von Eric's kids yep. are going to team with Orange Cassidy on Friday night. Nice. Yes. Right. That's cool. So, um, That's cool. But they announced that the movie is going to come out on Max as the stream, the streaming option once it's available. So cool. now nice. it's so like... We don't have to go to the theater. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, that's a perfect Christmas movie for me then. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, but nice. it'll probably nice. be about nice. cool. at least... It'll probably be at least a month before it's on Max. So I don't know if you'll be able to watch it around Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you said, I thought I heard you say it's available right when they released the movie. No, no. It's the normal streaming deal where it comes out like four to six weeks after the movie debuts in the theater. Oh, okay. Oh, then you have to make your decision. Do I want to go ahead and just wait for it to come on? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. But we know for sure that's where it's going to be streaming. Yes. Once it does hit. Okay, cool. And then the other the news need, is, you know what I'm gonna do. That's that's definitely way for that one. Yeah, I we probably will too. I, it's we haven't gone to see the Marvels yet, and I think the kids want to see Aquaman still. So if I've, we go, I over, even forgot that that came. That's that's definitely for. Uh, that's definitely a watch it on Max when that comes out. Um, if it's even we on, we did talk about Blue. We we talked about Blue Beetle, right? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you have still haven't watched it. No, nope. you need. I, did I give you my review of it? No. Man, we're behind then. Okay, I did watch Blue Beetle. Okay. I did watch it. Um, I recommend it. I was surprised. It I was actually genuinely surprised by it. I was like, I'm glad I didn't spend money for the entire family to go see it in the theater because it's definitely not that. Yeah. But it's definitely not a waste of your time either. It's actually like uh, the kid from Karate Kid. Yeah. Who plays Jaime. Zolo. He's actually really good in it. 
he's very enjoyable. Um, that kid just has the it factor. I think he's, yeah. he's just a kid that I'm like, he doesn't piss me off. He's not like the, um, <laughs> there's one kid I see it. I swear to God, he's in everything. He pisses me off because I can't stand his acting. I can't stand his accent. He's in, uh, Deadpool two. He's in, um, he, what would I just see? He was in it, Kong versus a Godzilla. Is uh, he the you, fire fist kid? You would know. You would know who this kid is as soon as you see him. Okay. You definitely know this kid, and I hate this actor so much, Jay. <laughs> it's, it's like, dude, he's just a kid. Why do you hate him? I can't stand this kid so much. He, he's awful. I think he's the worst actor I've ever seen. It's, I, I don't know why he keeps getting as much work as he does. It's he's not the, the un- quota of an Australian fat kid, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I don't mean to be mean by that, but dude, I don't see it. I don't understand what people are seeing that this kid is so gifted. He needs to be in so many movies. He's not good. He's just an awful actor, in my opinion. Is but it that's to the right? <laughs> is it to the level of Toner and Coral? I don't get that one. That's really weird. But yeah. he hates people. He his hatreds. I just don't get. Like, I just I just now discover that okay, for some reason he hates Patrick Mahomes a whole lot, and I'm like, who hates Patrick? Why? Because he's really really good, I guess. I'm like. <laughs> he's I there's nothing wrong with him other than I guess you hate his brother. But he had I and his feel wife. bad for him about that. I don't hate him for that. Yeah. You know? His wife too. And I feel bad that he got roped into his high school girlfriend. <laughs> that yeah. sucks for him. Because she's awful, in yes. my opinion. Um but maybe she's maturing. I don't know. But I I if anything for if you have hatred for Mahomes, I don't ever feel hatred. I feel I would feel guilt, not guilty, uh, sad for him. I'd feel bad, you know, uh, sympathy. He has my sympathy, even if I'm not a fan of his. The, fa- the fact he's got those two people in his life. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. His hatred of Coral. I don't get that. I Did you hate him on the show? Really? No, I didn't mind him. No, he didn't bother me that much at all. Actually, he turned out to be, well, in the comic, he's awesome in the comic. Yes, he is. I love him in the comic. Um, but he's just a lot different in that. The very, very, very much different portrayal there. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, this other kid, though, can't stand him, cannot stand him. But uh, but back to Blue Beetle, um, I guess we should have saved that for Homer, but no. it, it's it's enjoyable. Um, it's a fun origin story. There are little, um, <coughs> there's hints at a, at a sequel, or, you know, they, they left Easter eggs for that. Um, well, James Gunn is on the record saying that Zolo is going to continue playing the role. I don't know if necessarily the movie's going to be canon or not, but he's going to he he'll be back. And that's fine. and that's perfect. I think yeah. he's great for the role. I wouldn't why, why mess with something that's broken? Kind of like kind of like Superman. But no, no, James Gunn, you do your thing. He he could stay, but Superman can't. I gotta have someone just, whatever, whatever. I hate that so much. But that's, I well, I, hate, to, I have to let it go. I know I need to let it go. I, I hate it too, it. but at the same time. A bigger character like Superman is always going to be like if you have Cavill back, it's always going to be like, well, this is totally different than Man of Steel. He's still the same, but it's Superman. And, and yeah. Whenever you change your writer, you're going to have a different tone or a different. No, know, I I agree with that. Voice but, is going to be different. So, I have no problem. But again, I got to stop. I know. Yeah. But uh, the the way Hollywood looks I, at these characters is a lot different than we do as comic book people. Sure. Sure. No, you're right. And then I just, I know I saw something online yesterday where they got a quote from Zach Levi. Yeah. It's Zach Levi, right? Yeah. About the Shazam stuff where yeah. I guess he said he took, he threw some shade at Momoa and at uh, Sean Gunn. Yeah. About the fact that, oh, I guess if you're his brother, you get to have a role or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact quote. That, that's was, pretty much what it was. 
Yeah, and I don't. And the Momoa thing, you know, all of a sudden I'm going to be Lobo instead of uh, instead of uh, Aquaman. Okay, yeah, I, you know, Gunn's going to do whatever he wants, and then I don't understand that. I don't. Maybe I think it's just Gunn doesn't have plans for Shazam. Do you think yeah. he has plans for that character? That's why I think it's like, what are you upset about? You know, uh, my guess is he pr- probably doesn't. Okay. I mean, outside of Superman. And Batman, he really hasn't said much about existing characters. Yeah, at least in, in the movie world, I guess. Because, right. Well, you're still you're still going to get your uh, from what we were told, right? Green Lantern show. We're supposed to get that on Max, right? Uh, that, I think that's crap too. I think that's long dead. It's dead now. Yeah. No, no, okay. So who knows what we're going to get? I just uh, I think it sucks for him for Levi because if they were going to set up where they were thought they're going to have the rock as black Adam be the big bad, like the Thanos of the DCU. Yeah. And you knew that would be awesome for Levi because if that's their big bad. Well, that's my main villain. I've got to be involved in every project. I should probably be the spotlight of the team kind of thing. Maybe he was thinking that, but I, I don't, Shazam's just not that character. Yeah. And I don't think that's the way he was thinking because he was pretty upset with the rock because the rock didn't want to use Shazam. He wanted to use Superman. And rightfully he should be upset about that. Cause that's just so dumb. Yeah. That's super dumb. Yeah. It makes no sense. But but that's just because the rock I think we reached rock fatigue possibly. Yeah, probably. I think we've reached that point. And he just needs to kind of chill for a little bit. And I think maybe what the rock needs to try to do is see if he can come back with a dramatic role of some kind. Just to yeah. switch it up a little bit. Um Or maybe just take a little break and show up at WrestleMania. Cause there's there's been rumors of that. Yeah, he could do that too. I mean, that, and that'd be fine. He's always going to be welcomed in the wrestling, you know. Circles, oh yeah, so that's that would be fine. I've, he'll get a big pop no matter what when he shows up there. Yeah, uh, but I think we've reached that point. I, we were we were getting Kevin Hart fatigue because I love those two together. Yeah, but I think we we're getting Kevin Hart fatigue as well because he was in everything except for his most recent. I don't know if you watched the clip I sent the other day. I thought I sent it to you with Kevin Hart uh, about the plane ride and then the 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 drugs in his on uh, in the luggage or whatever. Did you see that one? Um it sounds familiar. I don't remember for sure if I watched it or not. I was I was crying laughing, Jay. It's the funniest little clip, dude. I could not help but cry laughing so hard. My my side was hurting. Yeah. Cuz like, oh, hey, he's back to doing stand up, which he was amazing at. Awesome, finally. I like that. Yeah. But uh, no, it's funny how much we've been tangenting. But uh, yeah, Blue Beetle, give it a watch. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for an opportunity for everyone to be around to watch it because I think everybody here wants to see it. But again, I don't think it was theater worthy. I don't think had you gone to theater, I don't think you'd be upset about it. Yeah, be kind of like yeah, it was okay. You know, it was was a movie. But when you just watch it from home and you're just like, oh, yeah, this ain't so bad. Watching from home, you know, when you get surprised by one of those Netflix movies that under the radar kind of thing, you're like, ah. I'm glad I spent my time watching this. It wasn't a complete waste. So good. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. But yeah, no, then Shazam. No, whatever. We'll see what happens there. Um, uh, oh, the other big news. I mean, I don't, I guess it's not big news, but I saw, uh, Rosenbaum, at least with the official announcement of Holt as Lex Luthor. I don't know yeah. if that had been official. And this was just him reacting to it way late in the game. Um, but welcoming him to the Brotherhood of Lex, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, they just announced it. I think yesterday. Oh, so that's we all so knew it, it, but it wasn't official until right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And what do you think about that? I I like the casting. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. And hopefully he'll get rid of the uh, Eisenberg taste because I um, I liked what they could have done with Eisenberg as an actor for that role. I just 
I did not like his I portrayal. Gotta look, I gotta look something up real quick. What's that? Is it David Corn Sweat or how you say it? Corn, corn Sweat, I believe. Okay, Corn Sweat is what I got. So he's six four. Okay, that's not gonna be as bad as I thought. Yeah. Because I could have swore. Hold is, I think pretty. He's tall. like six. He is how tall is this dude? Oh come on! I knew I got. Oh, he's only six three. Okay, this works. Then. Yes. I was worried because Nick Nicholas Holt seems like he's a lanky, tall dude, like yeah. super tall. And I was going to be worried that, hey, I don't know if I can handle a Lex Luthor towering over a Superman. Yeah. I know you could use camera angles to fix that, I guess, right? But that's a that bothered that would bother me a whole lot. Yeah. And I can't have my I can't have my Lex Luthor being bigger, stronger looking than, than my Superman. I yeah. just can't have that. I'm sorry. But I think he's I think Holt's a great actor. Um, I got some homework where I get to talk about him. Uh, I, I didn't know that I didn't realize that Gunn was such a fan to want to put him in such a big role. Yeah. But hey, all for it. Well, when, when he confirmed that Holt was taking the role, he was disappointed he couldn't use his favorite Lex, which is Rosenbaum. <laughs> is that why he did say that? Yeah. Or did Rosenbaum say that? No. <laughs> uh, Gunn said that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he? He could have used him if, if, if Rosenbaum would have done it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Rosenbaum would turn down that big of a role in that big of a movie. No, probably not. I although I think he's pretty much beyond wanting to do Lex ever again. Yeah, I could see that too. I could see that. Yeah, but I don't know. That's that's pretty appealing to get if you want to get your name out there, big time. Yeah, which we know him and the nerds know him, but I mean, being Lex Luthor, that's a big deal. Yeah, out in like a movie, out in the movie verse that it is. Yeah, so, eh, whatever. So yeah. Uh, it's just cool that they, those two have a relationship where he can kind of uh, bring him on the podcast and talk about that kind of stuff. Cause I'm, I'm sure we'll get gone on his podcast again at some point. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. All right. And I got one last thing for you. Okay. What other, what other topic? So Crave, the, the channel that created or originally aired uh letter Kenny from Jared Kelso has come to an yeah. agreement with him to do mm-hmm. additional letter Kenny shows, not letter Kenny itself, but other spinoffs. So we'd get a, like a squirrely Dan show. Maybe um, the deal encompasses. You know what show would be kind of funny? I think it would be funny if you get the dicks. If you do the the Mennonites, oh, yeah, play could do a play on that pretty well. That they'd be a good spinoff. The married couple, the one that wears the really tight white t-shirts and then his yeah, wife is um, all the time. What's his name? Um, you could do a show called McMurray because they call them Skids, right? Yeah, a Skid show. Yeah, because oh Bonnie McMurray. Who's how is Bonnie McMurray uh, related to that that McMurray? That's that's a sister sister <laughs> i saw bonnie mcmurray yeah <laughs> I love it. so uh maybe you get a uh uh the pastor pastor whatever his name is you get a pastor show yeah but he's a creator of the show too he's a big, big yeah. writer for them too yes he is um, he's his writing partner or they could use him through and do like a modine show him and modine, gail yeah um do a modine show like a like cheers in canada <laughs> there <laughs> you go the bar, there's just stories about the bar yes that, i guess I, the possibilities are endless because I like all those side characters. A skit show would be funny too. Yeah, <laughs> I think you could make that work somehow. Or have a show on the reservation with Tannis. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, they've they've got oh, a lot of ways to do the hockey. Can, you could do hockey bros. You could do the fourth line or called the fourth liners. Yeah, fourth, fourth line for life. <laughs> <laughs> I hold my spitter. <laughs> So, so that's great news. That's awesome. I'm glad they came. I mean, you have to. I mean, how, oh, yeah. how do you not continue that? Everyone still likes it. There's no one that is like, oh, there's too much Letter Kenny. No, 
No. No, those are that's a comfort show. Oh yeah, easily. So it looks like they're doing oh. 49 episodes um including Letterkenny spin-offs and the development of all new series with with uh Jared Kelso. Okay. I'm curious what that would be. Yeah. If it's not Letter if it's not Letterkenny related. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to continue to collaborate on new brand extensions, including merchandise and live productions. That's when we might get real Pupper's beer at some point. Um, I think there's a brewery in Canada that's done Pupper's beer already. Oh, they have already. Yeah, I'd love to bring it down here to the states. I get some. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> no, that'd be great. That's good news. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Good find on that. So I got an article here. I want to get your take on. Okay. It is the ten. Marvel heroes who are perfect for the MCU's Young Avengers. Okay. Top 10. Yeah. So, number 10. Novar, who could redefine the Kree in the MCU, known as Marvel. He was Marvel Boy in Grant Morrison's run. Oh, yeah. They've done that in the comics in the the Kieran Gillian Young Avengers. Okay. He's a weird no, character. No, I don't remember Novar being part of the team, though. Was he an original part of the team? No, he was an original part. Okay. But he was in, was he in the run? Um, the, the second run where the... I, you didn't have like Patriot in it as much, and the team was mostly uh, Wiccan, Speed, Hulkling, Kate Bishop, and then you added like America Chavez and Kid Loki and uh, Norvell. All right, so I, I have no issues with that. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. Here, uh, Hulkling. Yeah. Hulkling. Um, although, would you go Hulkling or would you go with um, Scar? I'd go. I'd introduce Hawkling. I like the idea of people thinking he's another version of the Hulk, and then finding out he's really a scroll. Yeah, and eventually okay. finding out he's the Emperor of the Scroll Kree Empire. Yeah, because it says Hawkling can explore the Kree and scroll tension in a new way. Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, I, this one I, I like this one a lot because she's so unknown, but I think she's a really cool character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dust. Yes. From uh, Graham Morrison's new New X Men. Yep. And then yeah, she was in dude. some of the new X-Men teams that came after that, too. Yeah, I think she was in Champions for a little bit, if I remember correctly. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. This one was in Champions, too. Snowguard. Does that sound familiar to you, that character? No. Uh, she was in Champions for sure. Uh, I remember um, there was a whole thing where they went to... Uh, I think it was, on, it was on a reservation, if I remember correctly. Or no, it, it just that she's an Inuit. I'm trying to remember why they went up there, though. Hmm. They, w- they went north for reasons, uh, and they dealt with like an echo terrorist, I think, is who they were fighting, if I remember correctly. Okay. This one's called, I don't know this, I don't know this person. Uh, I mean, I know who Power Man is, obviously, I know who yeah. Cage is, but this one's just called uh, Power Man. That's who he is. Uh, showed up in Sh- Shadowland, I he... guess, during the Daredevil thing. Yeah, I vaguely remember him. I don't know. It might have been from the most recent Champions run, because they did have like 20 kids on the team. But I don't know I'm much about him. I'm trying to get this thing to. I got, I'm waiting for my thing, the the web page to reload here, so I can see what he looks like. But the next one on the list is Prodigy. Okay, uh, Prodigy uh, was in the Kieran Gillian run too. Um, yeah, he's uh, new, he, new, uh, new Mutants. Uh, yeah, Volume Two uh, says the Philip the uh, Philippus Weir and Kieran Grant were, were who created that person. Yeah, he's kind of like his sorry. his mutant ability is like just to absorb knowledge. Okay. Um, it's not letting me scroll. Crap. Sorry. Let me see if I, I stop this. Yeah. Let me see if I exit that one. Is it going to make me exit all of these? I had a whole bunch of articles pulled up I wanted to read to you here. And it's freezing. Oh, hold on. Maybe it's, okay, Sam Alexander. Okay. Okay. We all like Nova. I yeah. like the idea of Nova. Yeah. 
Oh, I really like this one, but I don't know how you pull it off. The time display Cyclops. Ooh, yeah. I but... like that so much just because he finds out what he turns into and, and his whole purpose <laughs> is yeah. to say, I need, I don't want to be that. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? But the problem is there's so much background there. I don't know how you could just throw him in a, in a team movie right away. No. Without introducing what that's all about. No, you'd have to wait like 10 years and really set him up to be a total dickbag to yeah. make it work. But then you, then, then you have the redemption story. Yeah. You know, with that character. Yeah. Oh, great. Now it's reloading. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this thing to load. Oh, this drives me nuts. I hate when it's because all the ads, yeah. the ads are just killing this article. Uh, this one's called the 10, this next one, I, like, I just pulled up these all around. 10 best female killers in a movie. Okay. Want to do this one? I sure. Got, I got some 10 lists going all right. today. <laughs> all right. Number 10, uh, Jennifer from Jennifer's Body, uh, Megan Fox movie from never, 2009. Never saw it. It's awful, but you just, you and I don't see eye to eye about Megan Fox because you can't handle the thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Toe thumbs. <laughs> is, it just, is it just the thumbs? You couldn't get past the thumbs, honestly? No. You couldn't get past it? No, no, it, it wasn't that, no. <laughs> what if you wore gloves, dude? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I got one from the 90s. I never saw this one, but maybe you did. Okay. Uh, Serial Mom, Kathleen Turner. Never saw it. I I heard of it. Is it familiar? Like, when you see the box, like, you remember back in the like, oh, yeah. VHS box? Yep. I've seen this VHS box before, but I never saw the movie. Yeah. Okay. I, so I can't comment on it. Yeah. Um, I uh, the Jennifer's Body one. It's a horrible movie, but actually, okay. Yeah, kill, you know, I see she can make the list. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, did you ever watch Doctor Sleep, the the uh, Stephen King no adaptation? Okay. Uh, basically, it follow it follows the sh- the events of the sh- I guess it's right. the Shining sequel. I guess right. Yeah, with you and McGregor as the kid. Super weird. But um, what's her name? I'm trying to remember who plays her. Uh, maybe tell me here real quick. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is who plays okay. the. Uh, I guess she is Doctor Sleep, right? Uh, I go okay, whatever. She doesn't really stand out to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, I I don't agree. But I don't need. If you say, well, who else would you replace her with? I don't know. I just thought this article was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought ten best female killers in movies. Okay, whatever. Um, Rabid from 1977, a Cronenberg movie. So you know it's completely messed up yeah you ever see that one no never saw it never even heard of it this one i want to watch but i want to only reason i want to watch it is because how did this get made uh sleepaway camp yeah i've I never i've never seen one, it but they? what i, I could have swore they did that one didn't they i think so i could have swore i've heard how bad it is it's a cult classic because how horrible it is yeah so i'm curious uh bride of chucky the the girl chucky doll voiced by jennifer tilly yeah yeah, whatever. Yeah, I refuse to watch this movie because I think it's I think it's going to be a Japanese gross out movie. Um, Audition. Have you heard of it? No. It's on the list of best horror movies to watch every Halloween, and I kind of want to see it just because of how revered it is. But I also think it's a gross out one. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, movies from the east, I, they just. They take it to a next level. The Korean films, the yes. they, they all just know how to do that horror stuff. But man, they push the line pretty hardcore. So I mean, I'm, I'm apprehensive, but I've heard of this movie and I, I'm I'm curious. I think it's one of those where I'd have to close my eyes a few times just because I don't need to see that. Yeah. Um, Pearl, I told I told you about Pearl. Uh, X yeah. was the better movie. Pearl was awful, but she's a good character. I actually enjoy her playing this role. Um, it's her name's Mia Goth. 
mm-hmm. Superman, David Cornsweet was in the movie with her. Okay. Uh, she, it, I could see them continuing on with her character in other movies and being like a female, for, like you got Freddie, Jason, Michael, you know, all those. Yeah. I could see them trying to hmm. make her in that, you know, genre. Uh, the girl from the ring, whatever, like the one that came out of the TV star yeah. or whatever. But in this one, they want the from the uh, original version over in Japan. Yeah, uh, whatever her name is <laughs> from the original one. And then number one on the list, I'm gonna let you try to guess who's the number one female killer of all time movies. Hmm. God, I don't know. The most classic, the most famous of all the horror movies. It was a female. No? Um, Jason's mom? Yep. Jason's mom. Good job. Nice. <laughs> yeah, she's number one. I, I think she just gets it because she's like one of the originals, I guess. It's a flawed list because it doesn't have Becky on there. I don't consider her a villain, though. No. no I, yeah, I guess that's true. She's not a villain. I don't consider her a villain. She's a uh, vigilante. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Anti-hero, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so there's that one. Let me see if this other one reloaded yet. I'm gonna try again to get it to reload. We were that was a good. I like that Marvel. Okay, here we go. Hold on, let me see if I can get it to go. Uh, we left. Where did we leave off? We left off with us. Uh, we did Sam Alexander. We did yep. Time Display Cyclops, yep. which we said would be awesome, but we know would take too long to set up. Yeah. Number two would be my number one. Franklin Richards. Yeah. But you need the Fantastic Four movies. You need enough to do it without the kids. Yeah. I think. Then you take one of the movies to introduce the kids. Yep. And then the problem is how do you make people understand how powerful Franklin is? How do you write that? Yeah, that's tough. Especially if you try to do it right away. I mean, if you build them over time, yeah, you can show it. Yeah. Because maybe like in the in the second movie he's in, he's like building universes instead of playing with Legos as a kid. Because here's your, here's your problem with a kid uh, and being young. Uh, first appearance, actually, Fantastic Four, annual number six, 1968. Yeah. So we've, we've been with Franklin for a long time. Yeah. But the, the, but I, I'm trying to remember when in Marvel's history did Franklin become the Franklin that we're aware of it being like the most powerful being in all of Marvel Universe. I want to say it was in the 90s, around the time of Heroes Reborn. Do we agree? Do we agree or do we disagree with that? I, w- that I would agree with Franklin that. Franklin is the most the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. Who else? Who uh, else would you put up against him? I don't know, but here's the thing that they've done to him in the last I don't know ten years that when he uses his power, he loses how powerful he is. So the more the more he creates things, the less he's going to be able to do it. Like it takes off his life lifeline. Okay. So it's killing him to do it. It's basically what they're trying to do. Yeah. Which you could write that out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy enough to write. But oh, I guess yeah. they're just trying to give him a flaw to make him not so powerful. Yeah. You know? Basically the Superman flaw. How do you Wait. deal with someone that's just the most powerful? I get that. Yeah. Which is funny because they introduced that right after Secret Wars where he goes back out and like they start recreating the multiverse when the Fantastic Four are gone for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then number one's easy enough. I'll let you go with that one. That they haven't introduced yet? Yeah. Um, In the MCU. 
his name's been uttered. Well, not even his name's been uttered. His name has not been uttered, but the presence of him being alive in the MCU is, is there. No, uh, the Iron Lad. No. No. Miles. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Miles, I mean, if you're going to do young MCU, you got Miles has to be. Oh yeah. I guess you'll make Kamala your leader, as she should be. I guess, but I mean, Miles is your. That's. <laughs> that's your that that that's that, your that's your heart and soul. What do you want to call him? He, he's he's the sin. That's the focal part of your group. He's, yeah. He's your big hitter. Like when when Thor comes back to just destroy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Wakanda scene. He's like, you're all screwed. That's gotta be that has to be the Miles part. Yeah. Miles just swings in. There, the 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 headline of his portion of the article says Miles could be the anti-establishment within the uh, Young Avengers. Hmm. I'm trying to see what they're saying here. No, so you can capitalize on Sony Spider Verse. Well, now they're saying that that's part of the Sony Spider. I don't consider that part of the Sony Spider Verse when uh, t- when uh, Tom Holland Spider Man goes up to his uncle. Yeah, and he remember he goes, "I got I got a nephew." Yep. Blah, 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 you know, Donald so, Glover. That I thought that was part of MCU. Doesn't that get included in? Canada? Yeah, that's part of MCU. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so. The ex- his existence is in the MCU. We just haven't seen him yet. We haven't yeah. actually named him yet. Right. We haven't heard his name uttered yet. So, what do you think of that list? Which ones? Like, if you could only pick like three of them, who would you pick? I'd go Miles for sure. Um, yeah. Man, I don't know. I think Sam would be probably the most fun. For yeah, Sam would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then maybe Norvell, just to kind of change it up a little bit. And then if you want to do the whole, hey, we've got a big bad, and we need, and we're just getting our butts kicked, and we need somebody that's, oh, we we have no choice, we're we're, we're going to lose no matter what, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden you get, it's kind of like the Captain Marvel, yeah, she comes in to save the day, yep, you could have Franklin come in to save the day, I guess, yeah, and coming, but you'd have to maybe establish him as a character where you go, um, we never knew he was that powerful, or we, you know, he he was always seen as a weakling or something like that, and all of a sudden he's just like biggest badass yeah something like that yeah i don't know how you bring that that's the hard part yeah (laughs) you got all this all these toys to play with but to get it to work right that's that's the difficult part yeah but marvel's been good about figuring that out yeah yeah for the most part all right i got this article which i thought you'd like let me see if i can get this one to show up okay uh james gunn compares superman legacy to oppenheimer in response to casting criticism hmm my first thing is I didn't realize Oppenheimer received casting criticism. Do you have you did you hear of anything like that? No, because I mean, ha- having seen it, I mean it's an amazing movie. I don't think they could have casted it any better. And it and yeah. every every few minutes you're like, oh, there's another actor I've seen before. Unless they're saying there's too many people in his movie. Possibly. Do you, to, do you want me to go through this real quick? Sure. There we go. Uh, so then th- in, in a Threads post, what's Threads? Is that like it's, a new it's Twitter or something like that? Part of Instagram. It's an Instagram thing? Okay. Yeah. So says in a Threads post, Gunn reveals how Superman Legacy parallels and utilizes Oppenheimer's casting strategy. The Guardians of the Galaxy director is up for challenge overhauling the DC Universe. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the fans are anxious at the size of the ensemble already. Uh, to paraphrase, he joined a heated conversation on threads and addressed the criticism, hinting that the complete cast list will actually add more names to the current list. 
the confirmed that that thread post confirmed names such as the engineer, Mr. Terrific, Hawk Girl, Metamorpho, Guy Gardner. Um, and fans were taking uh, issue with the growing ensemble in the first Superman movie. And he goes, what single protagonist movie doesn't have more than 10 speaking roles? There will be more. And then in his defense, he's proven himself effective at utilizing superhero ensembles, um, strategically, strategically dispensing action characters at will in the Justice League and the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Um, a play out of Nolan's casting playbook. One user at Threads chimed in and pointed out how Christopher Nolan maintained focus on Cillian Murphy's character in Oppenheimer. Despite that film stellar casting, Gunn echoed the comparison saying, yep, so true. Very much a single protagonist film with a lot more characters than we have. Uh, Nolan did employ Murphy's co-stars in supporting roles with Oppenheimer's main protagonist, and in retrospect, Gunn was equally successful at developing previously unknown characters in equal measure with the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, Star-Lord's your main character. That's your main single protagonist, and you surround him with his team. Well, and not only that, I mean, you have, like, the original Guardians that showed up with, like, uh, Stallone and Rosenbaum and all those guys that had little bit roles. Yondu. Yeah. Yeah, well, Yondu. Oh, my God. How beloved is Yondu now? Yeah. Um, especially, I, I finally got Jen to watch the uh, Guardians Christmas special. Yes. And she's like, that's so good. I, was like, I told you that last year, how good this was. You just refused to watch it for some reason. And then the, the, the animated ending with Yondu. Yeah. That was, oh, God bless Yondu. Oh, that was great. I know. Uh, I, so I'm still kind of confused by this article. What are people really upset? They're just mad because it, we're, we're afraid of the Batman effect where you bring in too many villains kind of thing. Or, or Spider-Man 3 type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I guess. What, but Spider, what, it was three people in Spider-Man 3? Or Sorry, two. It was, you had Sandman? And you had Venom, right? Uh, villains. I guess kind of, well, Venom wasn't going to be in there originally. He was shoehorned yeah. in by the studio. By the studio, yeah. And that's when I think I think they would have done it without Venom. It wouldn't have felt so convoluted, but kind of squeezing him in did that. So I'm wondering if yeah. people were worried that how are you going to get all these characters in and not distract from the story? Okay. Yeah, well, I, he, well, just the article. He's a, he's not gonna listen to their nonsense. <laughs> I guess you know what I mean. No, nor should he. What he's got. Yeah. No. Un until he proves um, us wrong. I got a book. I want you to keep your eye out for. Maybe t when you go to this comic book shop, maybe try to pick it up and okay. not, not actually buy it, but thumb through it while you're there. Okay. I'm, this one looks interesting to me. I just like the cover <laughs> more than anything. Uh, the art looks kind of fun. It yeah. says Our Bones Dust, written by uh, Ben Stenbeck and art with uh, art by Dave Stewart. Or is he writing? I think Dave Stewart. Isn't Dave Stewart a writer? I don't know. I'm trying to see who does the art on this one. Bear with me while I go through this real quick. Oh, no. Check this out. Written and illustrated by Ben Stenbeck. I don't know Ben Stenbeck. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Oh, Dave Stewart's doing the coloring. Because Dave Stewart was a name that sounded really familiar for some reason. Hmm. But uh, it says, okay, so here's your here's your uh, synopsis of what this one's about. In the distant future, the Earth is populated by shattered remnants of dead civilization, two extraterrestrial data-gathering robots, and one child, hunted, feral, and alone. Uh, our bones, dust number one, opens on a pair of AI bots sifting through the physical and technological debris of the former human civilization. 
one bored and ready to move on. The other resident, that one final task of data collection remains. Just a few days' work, uh, just a few days' worth of work. Uh, but elsewhere, a cannibal tribe declares open season on a young water thief. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to get the. This is giving away. This is just a longer article than I wanted it to be. I just wanted the gist of what the book was about. Uh, let's see, robot structure. The world building of DOS is clever and nuanced, and often inviting re uh, readers to draw from more broad statements of ideas and infer their own conclusions about setting and its history. The plurality of lenses that the Earth is viewed through makes this approach feel all richer and more interesting, building a complex world that feels organic in its semi-formulated state. This writer likes to use all the words in his article. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about overwriting. Jesus. Hmm. I don't know. This one seems up your alley. I'd like you to take a look at it, see what you think. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for it. I just like the I like the art. I, I, for some reason, the art's appealing to me. It's it's a simple art to it. It's not overdone. Um, the idea of AI robots coming to a destroyed Earth, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. Good lord, this is the longest article ever. But it was given it was given an eight out of ten on the on the CBR ranking there. Hmm. I was like, that's pretty high. It's an image book, so image book you're always getting something new, right? Okay, yeah. So, uh, this one I'm not even going to read the article, but just uh, Captain America: Brave New World hires Moon Knight writer to pen new scenes. So they're going to do some research, and they're getting the Moon Knight guy to take care of it. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh... Because I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. We'll see. But I mean, it's just a couple reshoots of Marvel once we did, like, added in there. They probably gave them a lot of guidance on what they wanted. And then, let's see. Uh, I don't know if you have any interest in the Percy Jackson world, but mm. they are doing a Disney Plus series on it. Yeah. Uh, coming out right before Christmas, so release day is December 20th. I'm a big fan of the two movies that came out. I was never a reader of the books. I did really enjoy those two movies. I thought they were great. The first one, especially, I really, that's a, I thought that was great for an adventure. Like, you know, when you're a kid, yeah. you have adventure film or something like that. I thought my kids really enjoyed it too. So We never saw the movies. Will's read at least the first book and he's got the second and third one, but he's never touched them. So we and might, we might the, watch it. One of the, I think the kid that's playing Percy was the same kid that was in um, the Adam project. Yeah, I think he is. So they've got him going. So this kid's kind of blowing up a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I, I will try to watch it, I guess. All I know is that I was super disappointed with uh, Goosebumps. Um, didn't realize that that was probably not for children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least not young children. No, no, definitely not for young children. Okay. Especially with some of the lines they were saying in it. Yeah. I just, yeah. Nope. Nope. We had to skip out on that one. Yeah. Um, so no go on that. So I'm hoping maybe Percy won't be anywhere along those lines. It but, uh, shouldn't we'll be. I wouldn't hope so, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll try to check that one out, I think. There hasn't been anything on Disney that I've been wanting to watch. What was the last thing was... Um, what was, was it? Star, was, was it Star? Uh, Ahsoka? Ahsoka, thank you. Yes, I think that was the last thing I've watched on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Loki. Oh, Loki. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I was like, I knew there was something else more recent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you, you, you know, they got tons of content on Disney plus, but it's just like, you know, as far as new stuff, you're like, well, what am I going to watch? And a lot of the times it's just Disney crap. You know yeah. what I'm talking about with the Disney crap? But yeah. Every now and then they'll put something out because I'm also, when do, this is the last article. Okay. 
when does the Marvel 90s or not Marvel, the X-Men 97, when is that going to launch on Disney? I think it's early next year. Early next year. Okay. Because the reason why I, br- I bring them up, they are getting, hold on. Oh, here, 24. What did it say? I thought I saw some worse in 2024. Okay. never mind. That was the release date. Yeah. So they got a Lego set. Marvel or sorry, X Men ninety seven has a Lego set. I was like, Ooh. dang, we're, if you're getting a Lego set, that makes me go. They're expecting there to be a lot of viewers because, of course, the cartoons beloved. But yeah, I mean, it, when you go back and rewatch, you're kind of like, mm, eh, whatever. Mm, yeah, okay. it's a little dated. Um, yeah, yeah, it is a little bit dated. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's getting a Lego set, and it's the X Jet. Of all of the things Ooh. they use, I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, and plus the the minifigs that come with it. I, this is this is more just me giving you a heads up for your kid. Yeah, because it's a it's a with how expensive Legos these days. I mean, fifty bucks is still expensive. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, no, sorry, this was not fifty. It's eighty eighty five bucks, so it's expensive. But the minifigs on there are Cyclops. Um, oh darn, I lost it. Sorry, give me a second. Uh, looks like Cyclops, Rogue, Wolverine. And Magneto, I think, is who we're who we're getting for minifigs. So a Cyclops nice. one, I don't, you don't yeah. see those very often. Um, it would be cool if we got even more minifigs than that for eighty five bucks. You'd think you get all of the minifigs, but I don't think you're getting that. Yeah, that I'd like to see more for that price. Oh yeah, I'd expect a lot more for that price. Uh, predominantly an action movie. Let's at, see. At least with okay, yeah, the four movies. It's Rogue, Cyclops, Wolverine, Magneto. That's right. the four you get. And those are pretty good, especially yeah. Especially it's cool with the. Is throwback Magneto in the in the purple? The oh, <laughs> that's old, old yeah, neon. yeah, neon purple is what, what I was looking for. Nice. Um, but getting Cyclops without Gene is kind of eh, whatever. But yeah, it kind of sucks. But always a Wolverine mini. You know, there's plenty of those around, but still, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. So that's coming out. That comes out January. It's kind of stinks it didn't come out for Christmas, but yeah, you'll be getting that. So that's it as far as the stuff I was just going to kind of bring up. I thought that was kind of cool. All right. Um, other than that, I think we're on to homework. Okay. Do you have anything? Well, I got, you got a bunch? I got a bunch because it's been two weeks and I was sick and watched a lot of stuff. Oh, that's right. Oh, Lord. Okay. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, don't you? <laughs> we'll, we'll fly through some stuff. Like okay. there's a lot of rewatches on here because like one day it was just me and Will laying on the couch. And I'm like, you should watch this movie. You should watch this movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So me and him started with Small Soldiers. I, blind spot. I of course I know of it. Yeah, and it's a perfect '90s movie because there felt like there was a was it trying to I guess maybe kind of come off the heels of the Toy Story success. Kind of, um, yeah. but it was more like uh, may, maybe more of a mixture of Toy Story and Terminator, where like the AI yeah, exactly, and the toys. Right? Yeah, so it, it does it hold up. It's okay. I mean, the acting's pretty yeah. bad, but. For for a kid, it, it's a great movie still, and especially for a kid that likes action figures. So, oh, which yours does, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we followed it up with Tron, the original. Ah, now that's hard to watch. I think. I mean, it's, I love the concept. It's fun. We we like it. Yeah. The graphics are kind of dated for sure. So, I mean, built, what was that? Eighty two, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he enjoyed it. So. I'm I'm finding it easier to get him to watch older movies like that than my other kids. So, oh my kids, that's hard. They they do not. Most of them they don't like. Yeah. Uh, well, it also helps um, sell it to them by saying they're making another one that's coming out in 2025. Well, did you, has he seen Legacy? No, he hasn't seen Legacy yet. 
Well, there you go. There's the follow-up. But yeah. Um, and then we got through War for the Planet of the Apes. Those movies are I just like so good. Yeah, I know. They are. They're all very good. Yeah. I like them all. I have nothing bad to say, nothing really to add to it, other than they're very well done. Yeah. And then Andy Serkis is criminally underrated. Oh, yes. I mean, he's a great actor in like actual things, but when he's mm. doing motion capture, too. Yep. Yep. So, Completely agree. Yeah. Um, this was a Netflix movie, uh, Family Switch, with Ed Helms and... Uh, don't, don't Jennifer Garner. I know, yeah, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah my, we're trying to find family time to all sit down and watch that together because everyone seems it's, to want to watch that. And it's it, worth it. It it was a it fun movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, we liked it. Anything anything in there? Little no go or all of it's no. super appropriate. All okay. super appropriate. Okay, cool. Um, I watched Ticket to Paradise. I, Aaron watched that with me. It was uh Julia Roberts and George Clooney. They're a divorced couple that oh yeah, yeah their daughters eloping. Yeah, yeah. going to their daughter's wedding or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Okay. How was so, that? It, it it was all right. Nothing it, it, nothing special, but I there could have been a lot worse things to watch. Okay. Just a just a throwback rom com kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. amazing. Okay. Don't spoil anything. Uh, well, there's nothing to spoil. We know yeah. About, but well, they dropped just, the bomb, so. No. Well, yeah. No. Um, I guess. I don't want you to give me too many, too much about it. You know, yeah. I, I still want to enjoy it myself. Um, I, I guess the best way I want you to kind of do this is if you were to rank it out of uh, Nolan's non-Batman movies. Okay, okay. Don't throw the Batman trilogy in there. Where does this kind of rank? Is it one of his better ones? One of his worst? Where do you where do you put it? I'd put it upper middle. Um, okay, it's a slow movie. How much of a fan of Interstellar are you? I liked Interstellar. Okay, Interstellar's probably one. I think that might be his my favorite of his. That's non Batman. Yeah. So it's it's below that, below Inception okay. and Tenet. But okay. I think it's a different type of movie because okay. those those other ones are thinking you're trying to figure out what's going on. There's a lot of mm-hmm. questions to it. This is pretty much a straightforward story about what happened. A h- historical biopic. Yeah. Which I'm I'm kind of in that mood just because I've been I got one on my list I'll be sharing with you that's kind of like that and then uh, Darkest Hour or I I think yeah Darkest Hour the one with um Gary Oldman yeah. playing um, Churchill which I'm still recommending you watch that one I want to watch it because I did read the book oh, so okay. but the book was very dry and hard to get through yeah yeah I can see that um I went with uh, a good person it's uh, Zach Braff's uh, latest yes. I want to see that. What was that on? Um, I think it was on Prime. Okay. All right. Yeah. For his first one since Garden State or something like that, right? Uh, no, he did one in between, I believe, okay. but it wasn't as good. This one is really good. It's How's a good the soundtrack one, yeah. on it. Pretty good. Um, it didn't okay. stand out like Garden State does. Okay. All right. Um, I watched Asteroid City. I think the more I watch Wes Anderson movies, the less I'm starting to enjoy them. They're not hidden the same way his like first few did. Okay, um, that's the one. That's uh, God, a Schwartzman. Is it, is he in that one? Yeah, he's in that one. Tom Hanks. Give me, uh, give me a synopsis of this one. Um, basically, uh, all these people are kind of quarantined in a city. Um, Former, like a former uh, bomb testing place or something like that? Yeah. 
Okay, I think um, that's kind of familiar. Yeah, and it's got a big cast. I had it on the background. Maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I was paying more attention to it, but it just didn't hold my attention very well while working. So um, I went with Charlie Day's movie he wrote and directed, Fool's Paradise. Skip it. He it, wrote and directed one, huh? Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Uh, oh, man. He, he's, the, he's the lead character. He's a guy that gets released from a mental institution. He does not say anything, and he just kind of fills his way up in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, pass on it. Um, Aaron and I started watching Friends from College. It's a show yeah, on that's Netflix. A, that's a TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's with Keenan. Yeah. Uh, Michael. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, Keegan. Sorry. Keegan yeah. Michael yeah. It's it's a solid show. He's not a great character in it, and he's not super funny. So it's kind of weird seeing him in this role. Um, hmm. But it, it it's been worth checking out so far. We're only like, I don't even think we're halfway through the first season, and there's only three yeah. seasons of it. Yeah. Um. And then last weekend, Will and I had a. A boys' night, so we watched Enter the Dragon, The Man with the Iron Fist, and Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, nice. Yes. I was expecting to hear Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> well, that was kind of thrown in at the last minute. Um, we were going to do Enter the Dragon and Shallow and Soccer, but Shallow and Soccer was all subtitled and he didn't want to read it, so we went with uh, Man with the Iron Fist instead. Now, mind you, didn't, I thought, didn't we talk about it recently? Scott Pilgrim's got the TV show coming out soon, or did that already come out? It's out. Okay, and and I'll get on? to that. I'll get to that. Okay. So what's it on? Uh, Netflix. Prime. Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, he he loved all those. Um. He thought Scott Pilgrim was a little different. He's like, why is it going from a movie to a video game so much? Oh, dude, I love that movie. That's yeah. a, that's a cult classic right there. Yeah. Um. Leave the world behind. Leave that. Leave okay. that. Okay. Um. I started Obliterated. It's also on Netflix. Yeah, that one. I think I pulled it up to start it. Uh, which one? That one was about uh, uh, the like the special forces in Vegas. Were they? Up? Yeah, yeah. I I think I wanted to start, but then I turned. Out, I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. It it looks like it's just a mindless action movie, though. It, it's a show. Oh, it's a show. Yeah, oh, I didn't know it was a show. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dong in it. <laughs> so don't watch it in front of the kids. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the premise is funny. They. They have titled this episode. Yeah. It might be. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, I didn't realize it was a show. Did you crush through the whole thing? No, I'm I'm only about halfway through it. I'm slow burning it. Gotcha. Um, okay. but basically the premise is the special forces team is in Vegas to stop um, the sale of a nuclear weapon. They think they do it, so they party and get. Yeah just wasted yeah but this was the one where they didn't actually do it so now they have to do it hungover or something like that yeah or are still feeling the effects of their partying yeah so is it comedy i guess yeah action comedy action comedy yeah and and then the last thing i watched um i've got two episodes left of scott pilgrim takes off okay and what i like about this is it's not just an animated version of the movie they changed the story up. Okay. And but, but still using the comic as its outline. Yes. Okay. The it, well, but, but but deviating from the comic completely. Yes. Right off wow. the bat, almost. Huh. I mean, I can give you it. It's not going to spoil it too much because 
there's still a lot of other stuff going on, but basically what happens is he loses the first battle to Jason Patel and he dies. And Ramona Flowers realize something isn't right. And it's just how everything deviates because Scott Pilgrim died. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Hey, going back to the well on a, on a beloved uh, piece of property. Yeah. So yeah. And the whole cast is back doing their voices. That's awesome. Now yeah. is uh is Edgar Wright involved at all? Um I think he's a producer on it and they film a Scott Pilgrim movie in it and the director is Edgar Wrong. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's awful. Well done. Well done. And then I crushed a bunch of uh graphic novels. Okay. So, um The Last Ronin Lost Years. I'll hold off yeah, on talking yeah. about that because I know you want to read it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I. Yeah, when am I gonna get around to that? Yeah. Um, I picked up the hardcover of Damien, Son of the Bat, pretty cheap. Okay. Uh, yeah. Solid book. I read it when it oh, came yeah. out in issues. I'm glad I picked it up because I think I got rid of it. But I'm I'm glad oh, I have it I'll now. Love anything Damien's in, I'm a big fan of. Oh yeah, love it. Yep. So James Tinian wrote a dark horse book called The Department of Truth. I read the first volume and I said, I need a break from this because it's, it's heavy. Okay. Basically, the concept is there's a secret government organization that prevents conspiracy theories from becoming too big because if enough people believe in the conspiracy theory, it becomes reality. Hmm. Okay. The third issue almost got me to stop reading the book because it was about a woman whose son was killed in a school shooting. Mm-hmm. And the conspiracy was... It was all staged to get harsher gun regulations in the government. And that mm. her son was a paid actor and he wasn't really killed. And they sent her, some this shadow organization sent her a bunch of things that made her start believing it. And it was catching on online. And they had to s- steal this material so she wouldn't sit there and believe it was real. And it was just messed up. And I'm mm. like... The idea that someone could find something like that and make it real just by believing a conspiracy theory just made me sick. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So it goes huh. into um, decade-long conspiracies of Obama being born in the in Philippines or wherever they said and how mm-hmm. it impacted the, the Kennedy killings and led to the Iran hostage uh, scandal and all this stuff is was just tied together and it that kind of brought me back into it the idea that you could take this one conspiracy theory and tie every conspiracy theory to it mm-hmm. so it's four it, it's four volumes I have the first two I'll probably I'll probably finish it okay. yeah no that's but it has four volumes where this guy writes a lot he does <laughs> how does he find time to write so much oh my god but I mean, he's a guy like Lemire, where I just feel like it's quality book after quality yeah. book. Yeah. Um, I got through Nemesis Reloaded. I finally found the oh, okay. the issue I was missing. It was yeah. a fun book, but I think I I like the original so much more. I just kind of wish no, he would have left I it gotta, alone. Yeah, I got to somehow. I don't know where I left off. I got to go see what issues I'm missing. I probably, I think I'm missing like five and six. Like yeah. Six or is it six or how many is the total? I want to say it's six. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I'll have to see what I'm missing. I think those are the two I'm missing. Because I'm also, I stopped going to the shop to get my, um, was it the, uh, what's what? it, his kid, Superman's kids? What, oh, what was his? The John Superman's Superman Adventures or something yeah, like that. Son of Jor-El, or Son of Kal-El. Superman, a, Son of Kal-El. The, limit, the limited run oh, when they did a. The, the Donna DC one? It? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like six. It's supposed to be like six issues. I yeah, think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. I really liked yeah. that book. Yeah, and I gotta go get the rest of it. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, and then the other two books I read were rereads because they're tying into current stuff in DC. Um, so they done a DC. They just relaunched the Outsiders, and it's kind of a DC take on Warren Ellis's Planetary. So the idea is they're trying to preserve the history of the planet, um, and it's um, uh, Luke Fox, Batwoman, and the drummer. The drummer is a character that was from the original Planetary book, but it's just a new version of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back and re- reread the original Planetary just to get a feel for it, and it's just cool kind of one-off pulp stories. Um about this team that's just going around finding about all this historical stuff that's happened and how it all ties to the current, at the time it was the Wildstorm universe, but I guess they're doing it with DC now. Mm, okay. So I like Luke Fox. I like Batwoman. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Okay. And then the other reread I had to do was um, a death in the family. Yeah. I saw that you posted that because they just released the other story that they did for it. That did not win that, that vote back in the eighties. Well, where Robin lives instead of dies. Yes. And so to understand where this takes off from, you have to read the first two issues of Death in a Family because this one is, it shows, it's book uh, three or four. So where'd you, did this just get just, released? The, just came out this week. Oh, okay. But are, the, are you getting floppies for it or is this in a collected edition? No, I'm getting the floppies for it. Oh, okay. So... It was crazy. I read the first two. I read the first two issues of Death in the Family, and then I'm like, "Well, I'll read Robin Lives because I read Death in the Family. It's been a long time, but but I start looking at. It, I'm like, this is the exact same thing as the original issue until they it gets... are going with the numbering of Robin number four twenty eight. Robin yep. Lives number one. So yep. they're saying if it if, had they kept it in the original numbering order, this is what it would have been. Yep. Okay. Uh, so what happened was uh, Jim Starlin wrote both versions of the book because they didn't know which one was going to win from the Correct. 900 yeah. phone. So yeah. it's been sitting in DC for 40 years. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because I opened the first page and it is exactly the same thing as chapter five of A Death in a Family in the comic. Huh. Interesting. Because it's when Batman shows up after the bomb explodes. Yeah. And the first, I don't know, six or seven pages are all the exact same thing until he finds Jason's body. And then there's little differences throughout the rest of the book. It's an, yeah. I, I, it's fun to go and read it just knowing the history of this story and just seeing what could have been the other version. Because I'm like... Okay, you can read this one. It's easy enough to get your hands on a copy of Death in the Family as a paperback, right? Yeah. The question is, do I wait long enough to get wait for this one to become a uh, 
uh, you know, a trade <laughs> to just read it all at once. Here's better to do it as one at a time. Yeah. Here's what they're probably going to do. And well, this is what I would do if I was DC. I would do a like a special edition that has both stories in it. Mm-hmm. So you have the first two issues of the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then you have two issues of Robin Lives, and then you have two issues of Death in the Family. Hmm. Is that what it is? It's it's. What is it? A four book. Yeah, Death little, Death in the like, Family was four issues. Run? Yeah. Oh, okay, is that what it is? Okay. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So basically, this just replaces parts three and yeah, four. Yeah, because here you go. It, from Dark Knight's mythology, Batman of Death in the Family collects Batman's four twenty six through four twenty nine. Yeah. But then Robin Lives is number four twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the issue before that would be your two issues right there. Yeah. Four twenty eight and four twenty nine. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, and That's then awesome. the only actual book I finished was uh, The Arm by Jeff Passan. It's just about Tommy John surgery, the history of the surgery, and speculation on why there's such a problem with it. I'm still trying to remember why did Jeff Passan get into it with uh, our boys on the radio? I can't remember why he like dropped the call, like he just hung up on him. Uh, yeah. I know Keith Law was the one that said the 2006 Cardinals were the worst World Series champions ever, and that upset a lot of people. Um, yep. I think Passon said something. Um, oh, I think he was the one that said the 2011 Cardinals were not the best team in baseball. Yeah, but no, that wasn't why he hung up on the call. Well, I, I think that's because that's what led to going, it. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, because he said that on the air, and they're like, "Well, they're the World Series champions," so that pretty much says they're the best team in baseball and they got into an argument about it and he hung up but then he hung up and he's like i, I don't i don't have to deal with this or something like that he reacted like a total punk so i'm not i'm not a passing fan dude he guy. did but he's he's a really smart baseball guy and ah, screw that guy um, <laughs> my decision is made jay you're not gonna change my mind no i know i'm not <laughs> no i i enjoyed the book though because it also went with uh daniel hudson and um Ah, the big Brewers pitcher that used to always sprint to the mound as they were going through their second Tommy John surgery. Oh. So, like, he was with them, and he would, like, be there when they were rehabbing it and talking to them, and you got to see, like, how hard it was for them to sit there and deal with going through this a second time and how bad it was the first time. So, yeah. interesting book, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to leave my homework till next time. We'll okay. Leave, we'll do leave the world behind because I do have to jump. I have a meeting I got to jump on to. Okay. But I don't have very much to go over. Um, if I do want to make a recommendation, I don't know if it's easy enough to find. I thought it was on Prime, but I'm, they might have removed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tolkien. Oh, I want to see it. I think you might like it. Yeah. And we'll discuss it if you do get a chance. And we'll leave the world behind. That's going to take a longer time to discuss than I have. Yeah. So we'll leave that till next time. Okay. But uh, no, those are awesome. I, yeah, I'm glad you told me about the Robin List thing. That's right up my alley. I need to check that out. Yeah. But I think I might have to wait for it to come in trade format. Yeah. I mean, it was four ninety nine five five buck yeah. issue. Yeah. So all right, no, very cool. No, it's good catching up. Sorry about last week. It's just we're getting to the crazy time of the year. Yep. So. Totally understand. Yeah, but uh, until next time, sir. All right. See you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T.
You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is Lift Me Up by Cadet Carter. I am up on the clouds, I'm far away right now I am into the forest, you are into the streets There ain't no common ground What do we do with all the time? Never the call with what we find Grass is always greener anyway Why do we seem so different? Is it, is it because we're ignorant? I guess just can't have it all I won't sell Lay it down, bring it down Leave it all behind And lift me up this time We've got all we need I am just the way that I have always been But this ain't how it used to be You're like listening to playlists Different. 